0: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Hardwood Handicappers, VEASAN's premier NBA betting podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Von Tobel and Kelly Bidlin. All right,
1: emergency episode, Hardwood Handicappers. It's JBT Kelly, nice enough to return from a... the dreaded halls of the Department of Motor Vehicles to come in <laughs> and record an, an emergency pod because Kyrie Irving has demanded a trade, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. It was too quiet. It was too quiet, and it's yeah. not like things were going spectacularly, but like things were going pretty well, right? KD was going to come back, everything was going to be fine, and Kyrie looked around was like, nah, nah, nah. This is like it's like a cat with a with a cup on the edge of the uh, the counter, right? Kyrie just had to go over and go, nah, I'm going to push this thing over. Like this is going too well, so. Now, we do have reports as to what happened. Sham Sharanya and others have come out with this, and I I will read this to you. So a lot of this stems from— Yeah, uh, please
2: do, because like you said, I've been stuck at the DMV. I have no idea on some of this stuff. I just
1: got the alert. It was like, no, whoa! So the Sham's reporting that uh, the Nets had recently offered Irving an extension with guarantee stipulations, according to league sources, an offer which was declined. Sources with direct knowledge of the negotiations who have been granted anonymity so that they could speak freely say that the extension offer was not well received and that there have been principal differences that have emerged between the Nets and Irving. So translation, the Nets, again, were like, we're giving you a contract full of incentives because we don't trust you to be here. You have given us no reason to. And Kyrie Irving was like, well, that's not fair. I want my money guaranteed. And so So, now they're at a dispatch.
2: So that's a you're thinking a under a max contract offer for him with just a bunch of incentives to basically get it up to that level if he hits those.
1: Probably, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, I mean that's because that's exactly that's how they fell apart the first time around, right? So mm-hmm. for, for people who don't remember, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant were, were all offered extensions at the same time when they were with Brooklyn. KD's the only one that took it. Harden eventually, you know, was so sick of Kyrie, and that was the one thing, right? He was like, i oh, we'll go into the season and see how it goes." Also, right, he was sick of Kyrie, so he demands a trade. He goes to Philadelphia. And Kyrie was insulted, so that's why he demands a trade in the offseason. And ultimately now, here we are again. So there was at one point where they had all three of them, all three with contract extensions on the table, and <laughs> Kevin Durant was the only one that took it. And now Harden's gone, and it looks like Irving could be gone too. So the table is set for why this happened. I, am fat, I was talking to you. I don't know if you can tell. I am excited beyond all belief because I think there are so many ripple effects from something like this. Sure. That includes not only just the basic, you know, futures markets, but everything all the way to yes, sixth man of the year award, which you and I were discussing. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of ripple effects here. So we'll start with, I think, what the obvious is Kyrie Irving on the move. Who goes and tries to deal for Kyrie Irving? Because immediately, the first team that comes to mind, of course, is the team that was re- like reportedly going to pursue him hotly in the offseason, which was the Los Angeles Lakers. And you have to think, Kelly, that the asking price for Kyrie Irving now is got to be – I mean, we're talking – they have those two first-round picks everybody keeps talking about. If you're the Lakers, I mean, you're maybe offering one of those with, like, some heavy protections. I don't even know but like yeah. it's got to be bottom of the barrel in terms of what you're offering for Kyrie Irving at this point.
2: Yeah, I would think so. I I, I man, I this this must have gotten real bad recently though cuz I'm, I'm just I, you know, I, you're you're playing out the final year of your contract for Kyrie, right? Like the way he's been playing recently too, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's been playing good recently. Why wouldn't you just play this out and hit free agency and reevaluate there? I don't I don't get that, but we're obviously not dealing with that right now cuz there's
1: cuz he's Kyrie Irving
2: sounds like he wants to be traded he wants to be gone yeah exactly cuz he's kyrie um so the i uh, i i yes i mean the lakers I, the lakers is the one we've been talking about forever with this team right i think that is the i, I everybody listening to this is going to say oh god the, you are as you guys are the 19th people we've heard we've heard bring up the lakers today but it is the it's the most obvious destination for what we think are the immediate goals, not even long-term goals, the immediate goals of LeBron James and the LA Lakers, right? They are on a clock that is winding down. And we know that their current their current composition of their team is not going to be good enough to go out there and win an NBA championship. JVT, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to go that far if they get Kyrie, but it makes them a whole lot better. The, right. uh, again, I think it, it's one... It's one that people struggle to carry in their minds the two different ideas that Kyrie off the court is a whole different situation than Kyrie on the court. Kyrie Irving on the court is still a very, very good player in the NBA. A you just got to get him player. there. You just, just got to get gotta him. Get him.
1: <laughs>
2: so I'm, lo- I'm looking at futures adjust as we speak to. Yeah.
1: So Nets what, down to 14 to 1. Yep. Go ahead.
2: Anything yeah, else? Net, Nets down to 14 to 1 to win the NBA finals. Now plus 550 in the East. So it looks like this is DraftKings I'm talking about. It looks like they're kind of hedging their hedging their move a little bit. It's like they yep. moved it a bit, but not a ton, right?
1: Yep. And, uh, you know, the Lakers are, these are DraftKings numbers. I assume that's what you're looking at, 230-1 for the Lakers to win the title. So here's the thing. So the Lakers, they're off the board, at least where I'm looking at right now, in terms of to make the playoffs. They were a positive. They were like a plus 130 to make the playoffs, you know, whenever you looked at it. Whenever this comes back up, let's say they get Kyrie Irving. I'm going to assume that that moves to an odds-on price, right? Yes, whatever it is. I would say that basketball-wise, Kyrie Irving does very much fit with what the Lakers have, right? LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and him together would be a very good trio. Now, the depth and the other pieces around them, I still don't think they're a title contender, but I'd be willing to lay a price in the range of minus 120 or 30, and I don't know if it'll be that cheap, on them to make the playoffs if they get Kyrie Irving, right? I I think that would be...
2: I see one number plus 105 on them to participate in the play in tournament. See, and yes, that's no, like... yes, no, yes, no, in the playoffs is off.
1: Okay. And to participate in the play in is a little murky because I think a lot of people would hear that go, yeah, of course. Like, why wouldn't you? Well, because there is a uh, universe because the Lakers right now are, uh, let's see, I'm bad at math. Like the two and a half games, uh, two and a half games out of the sixth seed. Okay. So, yeah, so two and a half games out of the sixth seed. That's not a massive like bridge to cross. If sure. you're the Lakers, if you get Kyrie Irving. So while somebody might look at that and go, yeah, I'm jumping on that. it's The we, the West is weak enough now that it's not out of the realm of possibility they find themselves safely as the sixth seed if they get Kyrie Irving. Yeah. So I would want to attack it from the yes-no playoffs because you also give yourself that cushion. If they do make it to the play-in, they can still win and get in, right? Nope. And you still cash that ticket. So I would assume, you know, just judging by that, right? the West play-in, the small plus price there, and given what we know about the market, maybe even minus 130 is going to be cheap. But if it's under that, I'd be willing to lay it with the Lakers to make the playoffs. Do you think that would be fair?
2: Yes, I I agree with that. I'm going to circle this back real quick as we're, before we're talking more trade destinations. And sorry, this podcast, like like JVT said, we're doing it right off the bat. Our immediate th- reactions and thoughts to oh, we're this gonna be Kyrie all over Irving the place. situation. Yeah. yeah, we're going to be all over the place here. Okay. Do you think, just this, yes, no. Do you think Kyrie Irving gets traded before the deadline? No. Okay. If he does not get traded before the deadline, and now I'm asking you the most impossible question on the planet, to read Kyrie and what his moves would be. Does, so, does Kyrie not play then and protest and sit out?
1: So that was going to be one of the things that I really wanted to hit on too, which was if there is going to be a no from this, right? Like afterwards, my immediate thought would still be to look to play the Brooklyn Nets not to make the playoffs because I think that he would sit for the rest of the
2: year. Me, me too. Me too. So that that is – it's, I mean, it's incredible, but that's where we're at with Kyrie Irving, right? And me and you are mm-hmm. thinking the exact same way on that. I, I am not sure. I would put it sub fifty percent. No, no, I won't say that. I'm going to say about fifty percent that a deal gets done, and that he gets moved. But if he does not get moved, which is very likely, I don't think we see Kyrie Irving play.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like, and again, looking to, and look, if they get Kevin Durant back, but and, and that's the other. Okay, so like you said, there's a lot of ripple effects from this. So first off, because we want to focus at least, are you, we're done with the Lakers angle. You want to add anything there in terms of Lakers angle? No, no. I think, I think you got it covered. I think it is
2: a, the most obvious team that they would first have discussions with. I don't think it's coincidence that we've started to see Russell Westbrook rumors start back up here in the past 24. I mean, 24 hours, right? Right, JVT, since we last recorded a podcast where we were talking about how we haven't heard anything about Russell Westbrook recently. Right.
1: So that's, okay, so let's go down that path because that's the next obvious choice. So let's say Kyrie Irving does get traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. It would open the door for Russell Westbrook then to be on the move. One would assume to Brooklyn, right? Because remember when there were trade talks earlier in the offseason, that was going to be part of the switch. It was going to be Russell Westbrook over to the Brooklyn Nets. Now people who are wondering, to this: like, why does that matter? Well, as I brought up to Kelly... What I think is fascinating here, then, is Russell Westbrook, the odds-on favorite to win sixth man of the year. He should not be, by the way. But if he is going to be traded, Kelly, he's going to be a starter for the Brooklyn Nets. And if he starts the rest of the way, that would... I mean, I have to look and see. Let me do the math really quickly. But there is certainly a possibility that he is then eliminated from contention for sixth man of the year.
2: Yeah, he has... uh, has, I I mean, the thing is, they have brought him off the bench for the majority of the time that at least LeBron... Right. I gotta do
1: the, I'm going to do the math real yeah.
2: quick. <laughs> when LeBron and AD have been healthy. So I hear what you're saying. Reminder of six man of the year, just to be qualified for it, you have to b- play more of your games off the bench than games you start. So it's all you got to do. So JVT is absolutely right. He's looking up those numbers right now. Um, but you absolutely right. This could com- dramatically shift that that market. And, 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 John, I think it will anyways, regardless. I think it's going to shift that market.
1: Oh, oh, for sure, right? I mean, because because here's the other thing, too. Even let's just say that, because, again, I'm crunching the numbers now, but let's just say that Russell Westbrook gets traded to the Brooklyn Nets and starts the rest of the way. But those starts are not enough to give him more starts than it would games off the bench. You're talking about him playing the rest of his season as a as a starter. So, essentially, what we're saying is, you would have to base his six-man of the year candidacy off of his time with the Lakers, and that's about it. And that's and about he, it. right. And, and that was not If he started every
2: other, if he started every other game remaining, he would still qualify for six-man of the year.
1: So, so then now you're going by resume. So now you have yeah. to ask yourself, is what is what Russell Westbrook did at this point as a Laker, if he's traded, yep. good enough? If he's a starter for Brooklyn good enough to hold over for the rest of the season outside of the other strong six-man-of-the-year candidacies we've seen, our guy Norm Powell, right, will throw, even though he's hurt, Bobby Portis, Tyrese Maxey, all of these other guys, would he, what he did in L.A., still be able to beat them out if he starts the rest of the way? And I would say even now he doesn't have enough, and that would sure, assuredly eliminate him for six-man-of-the-year.
2: I think the other th- the other thing that we, we worry when we talk about awards betting, one of the things we usually bring this up because we're worried about it where we say we're handicapping voters, I think the handicap on the voters here, JVT, would be nobody looks at him like a sixth man anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If, we, if we're talking he goes right. somewhere, start is a starter then, for the next, what, three months essentially? Yeah, essentially three months left of the regular season, a little less than that. Three months of the regular season, I think everybody voting on this is not going to look like, look at him as a sixth man of the year candidate, no matter yep. no matter what his stats
1: say. And even, and it's not even just like, and what, what does make it interesting too is like, like let's say Westbrook's on the move, but it's somewhere else and it's not Brooklyn, right? Because Kyrie Irving's coming in, that does create a different dynamic of changing teams and what it's going to be. But I think if we're going down this path of it, it one-to-one, right? That was the talk was that Russell Westbrook was going to be a Brooklyn net. If Kyrie Irving was going to be a Los Angeles Laker, you would think that still stands and thus he would probably be a starter there. And, Look, and as you're looking at it right now, he's minus 120 to win the award. It's ridiculous. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon is plus 150. Norm Powell is 5-1. to one. By the way, the market for like two days, I don't know if you noticed this, had put Tyrese Maxey in front of Norm Powell. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Powell's yeah. awesome. He's back to in front of Tyrese Maxey. And it's pretty much a four-man race at this point. And you could say that it's going to probably become a three-man race, although Benedict Matherin for some reason has been slipping, and I guess the play has kind of dropped off, but still he's been great. But it affects the 6 man of the year. So 6 man of the year out of the way, unless you had something else to add. Nope. Let's continue down the path of, again, we're going, we're, we're going down into the universe of Kyrie Irving's traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. So Kyrie Irving gets traded. Russell Westbrook goes to Brooklyn. He's a starter there. Is Kevin Durant on the move now? Does Kevin Durant now become a tradable asset? Because it's twofold, right? It's one. It's now this team's falling apart. Kevin Durant, you know, starting the year at least had been talked down off the ledge and assuming that his buddy Kyrie was going to stick around, this is going to be a whole thing. They looked like potential Eastern contenders, but now if Kyrie Irving's gone. What's the point of sticking around? And from Brooklyn's perspective, Kelly, now he's a lot more expensive than he was in the offseason, right? Chris. In the offseason, there was the thought of, like, what if he never plays? And blah, 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 blah. Now he got hurt in the middle of an MVP campaign. Yeah. There are teams out there. And think about it just from the – just look at the landscape of the NBA right now. It is wide open. It is wide open. If you are Memphis, who's got a bleep ton of draft picks and depth that you can ship off to Brooklyn to go and get Kevin Durant, why would you not try? All of a sudden, and I know I'm going crazy, but I think this is real. What about the Toronto Raptors? The Raptors, yeah. who are one of the teams who wanted Kevin Durant, what if they completely pivot? And now all of a sudden, they're like, no, screw this. We've got a good young core. Let's go get Kevin Durant. The New Orleans Pelicans, who've mm-hmm. got a ton of draft capital in players, what if they go get Kevin Durant? So what I'm saying is if you're Brooklyn and you're trying to do this, this is a reality now where it's not just Kyrie Irving. Now you're like, huh, let's just blow it up. Let's go and let's ship off Kevin Durant and get some stuff. And let's just do this.
2: I mean, it's, it's, I mean, look what you're bringing up right there. And rightfully so it's every conversation that we had preseason when the drama was going on with Durant, it it circles back. Right. And it's the exact same teams, the, uh, I mean the one, and we've we've brought this up before, but the one that uh, I mean, like Toronto, possibly getting another chance at pulling off this trade. When I'm sorry, but like you said, I think Kevin Durant's stock has only gone up yep. with the season that he's, you know, when he was on the court, he was he was an MVP candidate. His stock's only gone up, and I don't know that Scotty Barnes and that player, a package of players, hasn't gone down this season right yeah of what they were talking about trading off season for him and that was one of the trades that i don't know how you felt about it but i was kind of hesitant on you know are you really going to mortgage the future of your franchise in a lot of other good pieces for a 34 year old right um i think if you're if you're the raptors you th- this is a it's a no-brainer now that you do offer up that package and like you said them the grizzlies the pelicans um, I'm trying trying to think of everybody else that would have a ton of assets or draft pick, uh, picks to offer up. But there's, I mean, dude, if you're, we brought this up with Zach Levine yesterday, but if you're the Miami Heat, there's been Durant to the Heat, you know, rumors for eight, eight years, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they make, you know, do they put a big-ass package together to try to go get him? Do the, do the Nets, though, not consider even trading him in the Eastern Conference? I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. That's what's tough. We, you know, you talk about the contract. I, I agree from a Brooklyn standpoint, um, and I guess you you almost hope that Kyrie had a conversation with Durant before this came out today. Mm-hmm. So Durant's already been thinking about this, but I know I, I mean again, we're predicting things from Kyrie Irving. How the hell are we supposed to do that? Um, but we're talking about his contract the next four years, right? Because he's a four year max deal. He's talking. About he's gonna be forty-seven million dollars, over forty-seven million dollar cap hit next year, chewing up over thirty-five percent of your of your uh, salary cap for the Brooklyn Nets next year. I'm talking about Kevin Durant. So I'm with you. If Kyrie's going, yeah. then you might as well send Durant too.
1: Uh, some new. I, I don't
2: know, man. It's it's still, but I always circle back to this. I always circle back this. Is there ever gonna be a package that's worth Kevin Durant? Oh, I mean, never. you were still t- you were still talking about trading one of the best players look, in the NBA.
1: Look at what Rudy Gobert got, and Rudy Gobert stunk this year. But like, look at look at what Rudy Gobert got. Exactly. And, and Kevin Durant's exactly. incredible. Uh, Dan Wojcik, who covers the Los Angeles Lakers for the LA Times, uh, some updates to this as of a couple of minutes ago. A list of teams that are buzzing around some league circles right now in terms of acquiring Kyrie Irving, the Lakers, the obvious one. Um, the Dallas Mavericks, which makes sense because they were also tied to Kyrie pretty early on in the deal. And also uh, a team yeah. that uh, got you to react very uh, viscerally when we were talking about Zach Levine yesterday, uh, the Miami Heat. And that's, I mean, that's from culturally, culturally, that's an incredible match if Kyrie Irving were to go to the Miami Heat. I mean, that's an, so, cl-
2: an incredible clashing uh, right, match. Right, that's what
1: I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it'd be incredible. It'd be incredible that, to actually have that happen and see if like, but you know what? You, you're from that area, so you can speak to yeah. this. Tell me I'm wrong. I think the heat are arrogant enough to think, oh, we'll fix them.
2: Well, right? I think there okay, so there, there's two there's two there's two ways to argue this, right? It's heat culture, heat, culture, heat culture. We don't they don't need guys like that. They don't need guys like that infecting everybody else. Then there's the other side of it where I look at Pat Riley, like I look like Jerry Jones sometimes, where it's how desperate are we to get one more ring? before we sail off but into the sunset, right? They
1: also they believe in their own culture enough that like like the like the the, the antithesis is no we can fix him. He'll right. he'll you come to us it. and he'll stay inside. He'll keep his toe in line. It's he culture, man. We'll fix it. We got this thing wrapped up. So my initial
2: gut reaction is, no, is no, the Miami, he will not really consider him because, because I think what you're talking about, JVT is not, it's not wrong, but where they get cocky with is guys like Max Strews, right? Yeah. It's, Oh, oh nobody yeah. else likes Max Strews. We're going to turn him into a superstar.
1: You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, has, all right, pump
2: the brakes leading. a bit here.
1: And all those guys, by the way, have all looked like undrafted and terrible. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you get a right. good year out of them, but exactly. they've all looked exactly <laughs> like we expected them to be. So, here, real quick on this, then, um, since we have this list of teams, I will just ask you very simply gut reaction Lakers, Heat, Mavericks, which of those becomes a true title contender if they get Kyrie Irving? Uh,
2: well, well, I mean, if I said it about Levine yesterday, the Miami, heat,
1: right? Yeah. The, the Heat become the, the realest. If you're getting Kyrie Irving, that's the other thing. Like we said, you got to get him on the floor.
2: Right, if you're getting Kyrie Irving, yes. And you're getting him on the and floor. They, be, they Stein, become the,
1: they not, become to the re- not to cut you off, we, re- got a, we, got a, sir, we got a real report here. Uh, okay. Mark Stein is saying that the uh, two teams that are engaging in talks right now, Lakers and Mavericks. So Heat, not on that list. But Lakers yeah, and Mavericks, again, sense. from another reporter.
2: That makes sense. It's got, it's got to be... I, I mean, okay, here's the one I'll tell you, JVT. I think, I do think, I do think the Lakers are far more likely... But I also think the Lakers with Kyrie, I believe in more than I believe in the Mavericks with Kyrie.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, because you well, I mean, you arguably do have the best player on the planet. But you have two really good players, and like your your strategy would be like we're gonna grind these guys into dust once we get to the postseason. Like we're playing yes. like we're playing like forty I, I plus mean, minutes, and we're just we're doing this thing.
2: Right, exactly. Now, now I think the thought process for if you are the Lakers and you're going to get Kyrie Irving, it's Okay, everybody else not named LeBron James and Anthony Davis is now potentially on the block because I mean all three of those guys, you know, maybe except for a couple others, Achimura just got there and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but you know, you, all you want after those three is 3 and D guys, right? Mm-hmm. 3 and D, you got you got LeBron, you got AD, you got Kyrie Irving, you've got enough scoring, uh you've got I mean you got AD you, Big, you know, a big enough guy. you got Hachimura still on the roster. I don't think he'll go anywhere. I think you need to surround by, with a lot of 3 and D and make moves to make that happen.
1: There's – there's. so uh, Boyke also points out um, that the Russell Westbrook thing, um, he would be on the move, but that they – the Nets would have to tra- match salary. So uh, that's not a one-to-one. The Nets would have to send something else over. So I don't know what yeah. that would be, but just to let people know who are listening to that um, and what we're thinking of. So this is fascinating. Two teams, again, at the top of the list – Mavericks and Lakers. So talking about Kevin Durant and the Nets perspective of this, as we were kind of going down that path again, apologies for those who are listening for all over the place, but this is happening right now. And we're just trying to get (laughs) like the betting angles to this too. I got Um, one
2: other market that's worth bringing up.
1: Okay. Real quick though, just to put this forward um, once it gets rehung, if it is anywhere, the Nets to miss the playoffs, even though they do have a very solid lead right now, in terms of what we're looking at, they are, uh, they have a seven-game lead over the 10-seed Chicago Bulls. So it would have to be a precipitous drop for the oh, Brooklyn geez. Nets yeah. to get there. However, to participate in the play-in market is out there at DraftKings. That's something to look at for the Brooklyn Nets because that gap, that. right, that gap between them and the uh, seven-seed Knicks is, oh, uh, what are we looking at? Four games. So that's a drop. Not where anywhere near as a, a far a drop as getting it out of it in the Eastern Conference. And also you have to realistically look – I mean, maybe it's Indiana or Toronto who forces their way into the top ten, or Washington also falls out. But realistically, there's not a lot of teams that would force their way in, unless Toronto goes and gets Kevin Durant, as we have talked about. That's um, twelve
2: to one to participate in the play-in tournament. I would take it. a piece of that right now.
1: I would take it right now. Right, you would take. Yep. That's something right to do right this second. Oh, dude, we don't have. legally, well, we're, <laughs> we're not allowed we don't to. Have-
2: <laughs> I know. We're not allowed uh, to either. So 12-1, like, man. 12-1. Like,
1: that's something really – so hopefully we get this out enough in time that people are going to listen to this because we're recording it so we can talk about that. But, like, that's something so, immediately. And unlike the,
2: unlike the Lakers that we brought that market up with earlier, you're right. It's hard – seven games up on the Bulls. It's hard for me to see them sliding past 10 almost if they trade – I mean, yeah, especially if, 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 almost if they trade everybody, right? And they just give boy. the
1: keys to Russell Westbrook, and they're like, "Go ahead, bro, <laughs> take <laughs> right. us to victory."
2: But on the flip side of that, it's also hard for me to see them at the six seed or better. So I actually like—I think that's the best bet of them all. Yep.
1: Yep.
2: And it's actually Absolutely available true. right now.
1: Uh, um, okay, okay.
2: The other one, I'll, spend, I'll yeah. spin spin for here. Let's just, um, okay yesterday when we were doing the podcast where how would you have ranked teams in the eastern conference as far as most likely to uh win uh win the eastern conference
1: uh let's see off the top of my head I go oh no actually, well, actually I actually, actually have this all right yeah Boston uh Philly Milwaukee Brooklyn like top Okay top. I was going
2: to say I, did, I think you you did have Brooklyn fourth and so did I so maybe yeah. this doesn't shift things a ton for us but it's the you know I I think if you were someone out there who was a massive Nets believer but may, you know maybe you you know like I'm kind of Bucks 1A and Celtics 1B where I know you're 76ers
1: kind of 1A right and Celtics kind of 1B for you so I, I think go 1, 1A Celtics 1B Sixers but still yeah
2: okay 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 so so I, but I think if you're one of those guys that had the Nets kind of up there well then that other team that you liked in the East I I, I think there's value on to bet today I don't I don't yeah. really care I don't really care what number you know it's, I, Well, I don't know if I should say Celtics at plus plus one eighty. I don't know if I'm going to go to that, but if you
1: liked the bucks or the 76ers, yeah, those are, I I don't think those are bad numbers. There's also, uh, because the team we haven't talked about here, there's a path for Cleveland now, like in in terms of at least getting to, I remember Cleveland has matched up very well with the Boston Celtics. You know what I mean? I think they've won. I think they've won each matchup with Boston, if I remember correctly. Um, Right. So like if the matchups break pretty well for the Cleveland Cavaliers in that regard, I mean, not not just not even an NBA Finals thing, but like an Eastern Conference ticket you get a berth in the Eastern Conference Finals with the Cleveland Cavaliers and you do whatever you want with it, that's right. going to be something to look at too because there's some upper mobility.
2: Yeah, they could, they, they could make it there. Yeah, I don't know how much I believe in, them, uh, believe in them beyond that, but you're right. They could make it there, and that gives you enough to hedge, hedge off of whatever position you're on. Yep. Well, let's see I, see. I see one Boston victory earlier this year. Is that really all they've played?
1: They've oh, they played one? twice. Could be wrong. I
2: Everything think they've only built. played one. I think they've only played one somehow. Oh, really? No, no, no. They played twice very early in the season. They beat them both times in overtime.
1: Who's that? Who won those games?
2: Cavs. Cavs
1: beat Cavs Boston did, right? okay. both yeah,
2: yeah. times in overtime.
1: Yep. So it, like either way, it's obviously really fascinating what this means, whether it's six men of the year to make the playoffs. That is we gotta end the recording now just because I want to get that out to people. Yeah the betting the twelve to one to participate in the East play in is something that is totally worth it right now at this point. We love it. Like it's 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 great, man. It's absolutely great. All right. Anything else to add on the emergency pod? Nothing good? Nope, good. All right, cool. All right, a good t- 28 minutes on this. That was fun. Uh, like, rate, review, subscribe, and uh, we will talk to you. We said we'd talk to you in a couple of days. It was actually a few hours. Uh, so hopefully we'll talk to you in a couple of days unless something crazy happens in the NBA.